Hello everyone, welcome back to the Bye Podcast with Raven and Ree. It is our first episode of 2021, so we want to wish everyone a happy new year and hope happy that it was one to remember. Yay, first episode of 2021! First episode, but not our first episode in total. This is our eighth episode. Yes. Which will be a three-part series because today we will be talking about the phenomenon that is Midnight Sun. <laughs> oh, we've waited we waited. Wow. We have a a lot to get quite, to. Yes. Um, we do want to point out that if you have not read Midnight Sun, then you probably may not want to be watching this because this is going to be a spoiler-free. <laughs> a so. major spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you would like um, and you have not read Midnight Sun, go ahead. We have seven other episodes for you to check out. Um for your listening and viewing pleasures if you're on uh, YouTube. And then read Midnight Sun in between and then come back to these. Cause, uh, and if you don't care about spoilers and you're like, I'm probably not going to read it anytime soon and I want to know, then stick around. Stick around. <laughs> you, you'll get all the juicy details from us. Yes. So before we get into Midnight Sun... We kind of wanted to talk about our um, recommendations and um, Ree's weekly read. So my recommendation for this week, um, (laughs) I feel like every episode we have a special announcement, but um, (laughs) so Ree and I, (laughs) my recommendation is to go follow our uh, new podcast that we're doing on Instagram. Uh, On Instagram, it's extremely wicked podcast podcast and then um, twitter is very eerie pod yes so our podcast is called the very eerie extremely wicked and quite spooky podcast hosted by Re- uh, me and re re and i um <laughs> it re and i have discovered through doing this podcast that we're both like crime buffs and we love like um not even just crime but like mystery stuff and paranormal you know scooby-doo was our thing growing up like yes (laughs) yes anybody who loves scooby-doo as a kid are now like crime junkies like mystery junkies we are starting this mystery podcast uh it's a little different format than this podcast because this podcast we kind of like bring topics every every episode and you know just talk freely and whatever comes to mind comes to mind but this new podcast is going to be kind of more organized, I want to say. Um, we'll be having different seasons. Each season will range from like around six or more episodes. Um, and this our first season will be about cults. Um, because let's face it, we're in the biggest cult of them all. The Twilight <laughs> Cult. <laughs> So I'm surprised that's not one of our episodes, but we could talk about it. <laughs> Bonus episode for season one. Our first episode will be about the People's Temple. The People's Temple was a cult that was around the late fifth, the late fifties to the seventies. Um, Jim, if you've ever heard like Jim Jones and the term "Don't drink the Kool Aid," it's the that term was and phrase was coined after it because the people's temple is extremely known as having the incident where um 
918 people died by drinking cyanide-laced Kool-Aid because as a mass suicide, which when we get into the podcast, we're going to like, you know, uncover the details of the People's Temple because it's like it was said to be this lavish and um, paradise, but it turns out it, like behind the doors, it was very not it was very dark and yeah. Jim Jones was not the person who the media portrayed him. So we're gonna get in that's gonna be like our first episode. We don't wanna get into much right now because we're gonna definitely go <laughs> work the case in our pilot episode, which we're very excited about. I'm very excited about this. So Yes, and the pilot episode will actually be on January eighteenth. We have a we'll be getting up our our spotify soon that we'll put on our instagram so the best place to just probably keep up with us is our instagram uh at at extremely wicked podcast and we will see you there we hope you guys enjoy this new uh little adventure we're doing we have so many projects that we've been planning and so many things that we have planned for the future that we hope that you guys are just along for the journey (laughs) welcome to Ree's weekly read now usually we do this segment at the end of every episode but because of um what we're going to be doing with midnight sun it's best if i just we just do it at the beginning so if you're watching this on youtube you see me holding up the phenomenon that broke stephanie meyer's website and took twitter by storm um it's midnight sun now this bad boy um is 658 pages now it's the longest i think it's longer than breaking dawn or it's around the same but it's definitely quite bigger than what twilight was page count for twilight is 498 um if you're not including the little sneak well mine has a little sneak peek to a new moon i don't know if all of them have that but um first edition wouldn't but um any book any editions released after new moon would i do want to say though because since your weekly read is midnight sun obviously um if you have not gotten the book amazon is selling them for 13 dollars oh and i just want to tell you that that's not how much the book was when we got (laughs) no oh my gosh and like that's another thing um while we while we're talking about like the price, I think the book the pre order was originally like twenty five twenty like twenty five twenty nine, and then I think about a couple months later they brought it down because I had pre ordered on Amazon and it was like twenty nine something, and then when I looked back again it was brought down to seventeen something. Yeah, so, well, my husband had got, my my husband didn't get it for me for pre order. Um, he got it for me for I think it was like an early birthday gift, and I cried when I opened it. Present, I s- like <laughs> I saw that video, and I oh, your reaction was so cute, and it was one of the best. I opened it, and I like it was actually upside down, and I saw the back of it, and I was like, no, like he yeah. did. It. <laughs> Be prepared uh, for a lot of emotions happening during this because yeah. I finished it literally last night. And I was sending the group chat videos of me crying. Um, I finished it and I was like, okay, like some tears streamed down. I think when I first finished it, it was more like, wow, I finished it. It's over kind of tears. Yeah. And then I waited a little bit longer and it was like more than just I finished it tears. (laughs) 
I want to cry thinking about it now because I was literally on the toilet like contemplating life I was like I was already done I was just like wow like what is this and then I sent them videos of like just tears streaming down my face no I I completely get it because I was the same and I like first of all let's talk about Midnight Sun first of all let's talk about how long we waited now if you've been in the fandom since the beginning mm-hmm. then you know what midnight sun is now i didn't find out about midnight sun until probably 2018 2017 2018 i didn't i didn't know and then my best one of my best friends who's a big twihard she was like have you read midnight sun and i was like what's that and she's like oh it's edward's point of view but it she never finished it and then i got into it so just some background about the book for anyone who didn't know or just to, like, refresh memory. Midnight Sun was being written back in 2007 and eight when Twilight was first being filmed. And then it got leaked. She got up to the 12 chapters, t- chapter 12 of Twilight, um, mm. like, right, right before the meadow scene. <laughs> and <laughs> then it just stops. And she it got leaked and stephanie meyer was hurt and i can understand that because it's all like you put your it's like your work and it was leaked without her consent so she ended up putting the project on hold and then in 2012 i think she was going to come back to it and then el james the author of 50 shades of gray which used to be a twilight erotic fan fiction she released gray which was at i mean um christian's point of view and Stephanie Meyer was like, okay, well, I don't think anybody's going to want it. I have, and then, oh my gosh, conspiracy theory. Oh my gosh, E.L. Okay, e. James leaked Midnight Sun. <laughs> Yo! No! You know what? Who? I, I would not be surprised. Okay, E.L. James, don't come for me, but... Don't sue us, please, because we don't have money don't like that. But yeah, we, like, it would make sense. How would she know to write? Yeah, oh. a point and of I view. Think, and I think it was during the time where she was writing Fifty Shades. Well, I don't know what it used to be called when it was on when it was a Twilight fanfic. Oh, I have no idea. Hmm. And then, and then, um, and then Stephanie Meyer was in an interview saying because people were all like she was in an interview and people were all like, "Have you finished Midnight Sun?" And she did finish it because her mom wanted it, so she had finished it for her mom to read. And then she was like, "I just don't know if anybody really wants it. It's been almost ten years. Like, do they really? Are they gonna really want it?" And the interviewer was like, "Um, yes, yes, we're gonna want it." So and- when you said that that she finished it for her mom, um, that reminded me about um her book Forever Dawn. Yeah, and how she she finished it and gifted it to her sister. So maybe she just, like, writes books and gifts them to people. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm all like, oh, new moon from Edward's point of view. <laughs> Stephanie, we should have Emily from Remember Twilight podcast because, you know, she's friends with Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> uh, or they're friends with Stephanie Meyer. And just tell them, like, hey, Stephanie Meyer, we really <laughs> love a gift from you. And that gift is new moon and Edward's perspective. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yeah, I was when I found out that she had finished it for for her mom, I was like, oh, that's cute. And then the hard part of me was like, oh, I wouldn't. And not then, even for us. She was like, hey, mom. I know. And then let's go back. Let's go to the end of April, twenty twenty, yes. when I made a video. Because I had seen a picture of this, and I was all, I was all like, "Oh my god, let me record this! Like, let me see if this is true." I made a video on TikTok, and it was going to Stephanie Meyer's website, and there was this mysterious countdown, and it blew like it blew up, and like people who were fans of the host and Twilight were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, and because it was very like the reviews were mixed. Like a lot of people were all like, "It's not gonna be Midnight Sun." Like she's they not gonna, gonna do that to us with the host, right? Yeah, because of the stars. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, The Host and Midnight Sun were, like, the top two theorized books because it's all, like, in in the Midnight Sun draft, there's the um, reference about, like, the stars and the sky and that. But then also in The Host, she makes a lot of references like that. So a lot of people were all like, okay, it's got to be The Host. And then other people were like, no, it's going to be Midnight Sun. Or some people were all like, it's neither. It's going to be a um jacob renesme story because she had already said yeah. she was working on that so it was like four days to the countdown and i'm freaking out i'm like oh my god and then it's like we find out that because um my friend riley who i met on tumblr when the twilight renaissance was popping off on tumblr before it like got big on mm-hmm. everything else um she she um watches and she's i think friends with emily and them with um remember twilight and she had told me she was all like a lot of the twilight popular blogs and like podcasts and stuff are being contacted by stephanie meyer's team to promote this countdown and then it's also like freeform and usa we're doing twilight marathons and i'm like what is happening yeah and lo and behold may 4th at 8.30 a.m., I got up, and the website yeah. broke down. <laughs> the website shut down. It was broken. Like, you could not get into it. And I had to go – I had to run to Twitter, and that's when I, I put, like – I tweeted out. I was like, I can't get into the website. Does anyone know what's happening? And then a lot of people were messaging me and, like, replying. They're like, it's midnight, son. Start yeah, crying. When the when – the- countdown for i think maybe just the stars thing was poor <laughs> web yeah. design on maybe her team or something cause, or maybe that's what they wanted like people to be confused like that i would have made it like even more confusing just put nothing in the background <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> like imagine God. just going to the page and it was just a number like <laughs> black screen just a number just a, just a number counting down like what is this? and people would have been like what the heck Um, imagine the countdown uh, because it broke down but imagine if the countdown was like her deleting her website (laughs) like she was like you guys thought you guys thought thanks for 15 years oh and like i saw the good morning america snippet that she announced and i literally just started crying i was oh my god i was so emotional i because like you know 2020 had been such a rough year for everyone and it was you know middle of the pandemic and quarantine and it just gave some hope when you read how do you visualize things because when i when i read i very much have a mental picture of what is happening oh yeah so if it's like if i'm rereading a story that has already had like an adaptation 
then I'll think of those people. And so like whenever, oops. So like when I read, when I read Midnight Sun, I was seeing Rob and Kristen and all the cult, like, you know, so I, I very much, my head plays it out. And then it's like in other books, I kind of envision people like who I think the character would look like. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it easier. And like, it makes you like, oh my God, it's like a movie playing in your head. Like what's about to happen? It's really weird because I feel like my, whenever I'm, whenever I was reading it, I, I was trying to imagine Rob and Kristen and I feel like I got like some sort of altered version of them. And I was like, the best way that I can describe it is like the actor who played that character and then the, um, the actor who cosplays them in the OC, like combining (laughs) them together is what my brain like. Yeah. makes them to be which is like yeah. gorgeous anyways i mean they're all like amazing oh, yeah. actually i think for the for rosalie i was seeing more of the of of uh i think her name is uh bella right bella rose bella rose i was seeing yeah. her instead yeah. of oh Nikki. she's gorgeous 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 wow. yeah i i i envision v as alice <laughs> yes me too <laughs> i and I will, because sometimes, well, when I reread New Moon, I kind of envision myself because I relate to Bella so much. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but, but my, mainly it's the, like you said, the cosplayers or it's like the actors. Yeah. And and then for Edward, for me, it's very much of like a mix. If you were to get Rob and then the, the actor who plays, um or the, who cosplays as Edward, like mash them together, that's. That's Edward term like in my brain, and yeah. the same for the same for um for Bella. But I feel like I get more Sam sometimes yeah. in certain parts. Ugh. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Sam. We love you. We love you, OC. <laughs> we love the OC. Okay, let's yeah. jump into it. So the first page that we see here with the title page after the blank title page is a title page with two little. Two statues, yes, black and white. Um, I believe this is supposed to be a depiction of Hades and Persephone. Yes, because you know we have the cover, we have the pomegranate, which is the other forbidden fruit of Hades and Persephone. That is true. Um, did you want to read the dedication or yes? Okay, <laughs> okay, guys, I'm gonna try not to like get choked up because when I tell you. When I got this book, first of all, I was a mess when I opened it, like how you were. And then I was getting ready to like, I didn't, I didn't touch it for like a good five minutes. I was just mm-hmm. staring at it. And then I was like, okay, let, let's, let's try and crack it open. And then go to the dedication note, saw it, had to stop again, had <laughs> to like take another 10 minutes to gather myself. Cause it's like, so I'm going to read it out. It says, This book is dedicated to all the readers who have been such a happy part of my life for the last 15 years. When we first met, many of you you were young teenagers with bright, beautiful eyes full of dreams for the future. I hope that in the years that have passed, you've all found your dreams and that the reality of them was even better than you hoped. And that just hits in the heart. Oh my god, I'm tearing up already. Because it's like, it's like you, when you read it, you think about, um, when you first got into Twilight, especially like yeah. if you've been there since like I was eight years old, eight, nine years old. So it's like, <laughs> oh my I know. God. yeah. 
Not yet. We, we haven't even gotten into it. I know. I told you the dedication. They're like even like Miss Meyer. Miss Meyer. You know, I I do have some little thingies when it comes to like a lot of thingies. But um, <laughs> you really got me there. You yeah. really got me there. Like, why'd you gotta do that? Oh, and I put when I was trying to tab this book, I put um, why do you gotta do this to me, Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> The first chapter called First Sight. This is where he first sees Bella, right? Yeah. And ooh, so we do let's point out that there are like I think ten plus more no, yeah. There's like five or so more chapters than what Twilight was. And a lot of them have the same name as the ones that we recognize in Twilight. So like first sight and blood type. Yes. <laughs> this is when he first sees Bella, and I love that he already knew, like, through people's thoughts about her, and he was kind of annoyed, right? That, like, people were obsessing over her. He was like, what? Like, it's just another girl. Like, yeah. what's the big deal? Until... Yeah, until that famous biology scene. Did you tab anything for chapter one? Um, let's see. So... <laughs> My first tab is literally the second paragraph when he's talking about school and I put, because I have him, the blue tabs are like Edward brooding or being, you know, typical. So I put all, I put already you're complaining and, and then I believe. Oh yeah. Cause he called high school purgatory. Yeah. I was like, seriously. Yeah. And in, in this one, he, he's pretty, um, he's pretty. Like, just, like, annoyed with, with like, the humans around him. And then yeah. I think it's so funny that he, when he listens to Jessica and all of her, her like, uh, thoughts are just, like, hating on Bella. Like. Yeah. He points out how fake she is. Oh, yeah. Which we didn't get that, that fakeness in the movie. Like, she was just kind of, like, semi, you know, kind of, like, fake. Like, you... Don't yeah. like her that much, but in the books, like I really don't like her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And then, um, there's a good chunk just talking about like Jasper and how like how he's doing because Jasper is still very with the humans. It just it, it's funny how like you know in Twilight, Bella describes that when she's looking at the Cullens, you know, it's like they're all looking away from each other. Which let's talk about that. If you're trying to act natural and act human, why are you like like this the entire time? And then it's like Edward's the only one talking because it's like they're talking with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm like, you. I also want to point out on page nine when he reads Angela's thoughts and they're so pure. <laughs> my queen. She, oh my gosh. She was just like, wor- like actually worried about her, like. Oh, I, my goodness. I, this is a Angela Weber Stan account. Yes. <laughs> and then we get literally page 10 is when the whole her walking into the the biology lab. And it's so crazy because in this chapter, he literally plots ways to how he would murder the entire classroom just to suck her blood. I know. Oh. And he was like, just he was just thinking. Look, he literally says here, 
I knew what would have to happen now. The girl that would have come to sit beside me and I would have to kill her on page 11. Yeah, it just... He was ready. Oh my god, and... I really like how in the book um, he explains, like, the venom, um, like, kind of filling up his mouth like saliva. Yeah. I really like... Anytime that he talks about it throughout the book, I'm always just like... I could imagine that kind of like when someone mentions like food that you want and your mouth waters. Yeah. But... You can really play a drinking game with this book, specifically this chapter with how um how many times he says monster, he calls himself a monster cuz he does it twice on page 12 at the beginning <laughs> at the end. <laughs> he was, yeah, he really cuz he was really like struggling with himself like he I mean, part of him was like, I should not do this. But then the other part was like, I'm going to murder this entire classroom. Yeah. And then, oh, there was also uh, a part here. I think it's pretty, uh, 13 maybe, that he was like, I mean, like thinking about what his family would think. Like he was like, okay, well, like Charlie, or not Charlie, Carlisle would be like, you know, disappointed, but like, like not, but he was basically saying that they would not, some of them would be a little mad that they had to move away, but they were like, we've done it before kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And then this is also the chapter where he, like, hates her. Yeah. It, the amount of despise that we see, all because she smells so good. And it's all like, and it's kind of like, I kind of understand where he's coming from at points, because it's all like, you know, he's he's tried so hard for this amount of years to be good and like yeah. make up for what you know i don't care what he thinks he was doing god's work um when he was killing all those people mm-hmm. but he you know him and when, when we get to that one scene we're gonna talk about it because i have some thoughts and it's like he just hates her because it's all like this could risk him like that and i understand but at the same time i'm like dude why you gotta be so like oh <laughs> and then his other idea instead of um killing the entire class was to introduce himself and then walk her to her next class but then yeah. say that he forgot a book in his car and they would go over there and he would like kill her in the car or i don't know if in the car or in the forest we get to the um, where was it? Did was it he went? Oh yeah, he hid in his he hid in his car. <laughs> he hid in his car and played in music that calmed him down. Which oh. like same. <laughs> yeah, same. And I get that. I like, and then I, what caught my attention is how he's like, "Where's Alice? Like, had she seen?" Um, because it's like if Alice saw that he was gonna do something, she would have gotten there as quick as she can. Oh yeah. And so it, I think that, like, knowing that Alice, I think that's what kind of calmed him and know that he was going to be fine was that Alice hadn't gotten to him. Yeah. And it's all like, okay, obviously I'm not going to do something this drastic. Yeah, for sure. Because obvi- I think Alice would have done something from a little a little thing that she ended up plotting towards the end um, <laughs> and planning out that she probably would have came and been like, Edward needs to get out of class. Exactly. But she didn't. And then he goes to the receptionist to go change his schedule. And this was the Bella... funniest. <laughs> this was the funniest interaction. Yeah, so he's really trying to get this lady to change his schedule. And then, oh my god, it's like she is so flustered, and I'm like, uh. The part where she was like too young, too young. <laughs> yeah, like young enough to be my son. 
Like, hello, excuse me, Mrs. Cope, or Miss Cope. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, slow your roll there. Bella walks in, and he. this is another part where he wanted to kill her because he was like, well, now there's only one person in here, and I could kill her easier. Then he leaves, and he was like, never mind. And then that's when he sees Alice, and she's like, what? And the, all of them are like, what the heck is wrong with you? And yeah. he literally just, like, skirted out of there. He said, then, I'm out. And then it's like, um, so he wasn't going to do anything right then and there, like, during the biology scene, like, the biology class, but um, at the end of chapter 20, at the end of page 21, it's like um, they're talking and she's like, you're leaving because it's that. And then it's like he sees that if he doesn't leave, he will like kill her. But I really love like a lot of the times they communicate like with their mind, like he'll talk to them, but then they'll say something in their head to him. Yeah. Chapter one for Bella is her like why she's leaving Arizona yeah. Um, why she's getting, like, why she's in Forks and, you know, her little interactions meeting everyone. So this, I felt like this one was a lot shorter because obviously we get, we start from, like, right before the cafeteria scene. Yeah. And, and then, then we get the, um, the biology and then, like, right after when, right, right when he leaves. So yeah. it's, it's a lot, this, this chapter to me goes a lot, um, um, Faster than the first than the first chapter in Twilight. Edward's definitely that character who I think has a constant like battle with his mind, which is why like Midnight Sun is so like is you know two hundred pages longer than what Twilight yeah. was because he's so in his thoughts and and I also think that um because I I do know that there's that Rob was playing um. Edward is this, like, brooding character, and I remember, like, he almost got fired because they wanted him to be, like, more happy. There is a lot of times in here where he is happy, but, like, there's a lot of times where he's, like, struggling internally that I think that Rob kind of hit the nail on the head about that. Oh, yeah. He, uh, I think he did, too. (laughs) Well, because this was partially written when they were filming Twilight. Yeah, I so, think there's an interview where Rob actually said that Stephanie gave him the like rough draft that she had already started. Yeah, so I I mean I can see where why he would play him like that, you know, because yeah. I mean he there's a lot of it like a lot of the <laughs> of a the lot. chapters where he's he's just like brooding is what you know the yeah. correct term for it is. Yeah, I will say I'm very kind of, you know, sad because it's like he, it ends with him leaving to go to um, Alaska, but he doesn't say goodbye to Esme. I know. I was like, Edward, not Esme. Did he even say, did he even tell Carlisle? He did, right? Or no? Um, I. It doesn't show us, but here it says you should tell Carlisle yourself. Yeah, I think I think he was. It implies I think it, that he did. It, yeah, it implies that he went to the hospital. Yeah. Okay, so then we get to chapter two, open book. This is where he was in Denali. We get our 
Well, we get only Tanya, but we Tanya, still we get some Denali she content. She was out for him. She was. Miss Tanya, the original succubus. I know. Um, so, basically, he gets to Denali. Um, it's cold. He hears Tanya, because Tanya had followed him. I think he was, like, about to leave or something. He had already been there for, like, six days, right? Yeah. Um, when we first get to to the chapter... And, um, I did in this of the first part of this is Tanya, like, trying to make a move. Yeah. Oh, I have a little tab here because it's like, um, when she does the whole, like, sprint and then she, like, lands in the snow and, like, all the snow, like, gets on him. I was like, okay, that was cute. (laughs) The cannonball? Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was, I thought that was a cute scene. That is cute. Uh, when the snow was on him, she goes, sorry, she murmured. It was a joke. And he goes, I know. It was funny. He has <laughs> such a dry sense of humor, but I love it. I know. I love it so much. Oh, and poor Tanya. She, you know, because Tanya was kind of like his shadow. And like, I guess Urena and Kate had told her, like, you need to, like, cut it out. You, like, you are literally all over him. Try- yeah. And, you know, because she had a little <laughs> crush on him and all that. And then she said she thinks it's her fault that he's leaving. I thought it was cute how he says, like, you know, you're you're a thousand times lovelier than the stars, Tanya, but you already knew that. And I was about to say that because I love that line. Yeah, and then the whole don't let my stubbornness undermine your confidence. Like <gasps> we love mm, okay. A <laughs> little kiss she tried to get. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't work. <laughs> nope. Did not work. He kissed her cheek. And she tried to turn her head, but oof. Did not. She tried to do a fast one. And then um it says my he says my rejection bothered her more than she'd let on before, even in her thoughts. She wouldn't want to see me again before I left. So she was like, nah. She was like, okay, yeah. whatever, like bye. Yeah. Okay, then he leaves Denali. Comes back to Forks. Comes back to Forks, like, there in less than an hour, right? And they're all at the house waiting for him. Probably because Alice saw that he was coming back. (laughs) Yeah. She was probably like, okay, Edward's gonna be here in, like, five minutes. Let's all wait for him. So they go back to school. They go back to school. They're at lunch, and he's kind of wondering. He's kind of... He's kind of... He kind of becomes anxious at wondering what Bella thought because he yeah. can't read her thoughts. Oh, that was another thing that we didn't say was he was Ugh. so confused in chapter one. Like, why can't he read her mind? Oh, yeah. And he could not. He was just like, what yeah. the heck? So he um, is trying to, like, figure out through other people's minds, like, what she thought of him. And um, that's when, like, and that, and we kind of see that when Alice warns him, like she's coming in, try to look human. <laughs> yeah, and also it's it's a uh, it's so funny because he was like he really thought he traumatized Bella. He was yeah. like, <laughs> and then can we appreciate the Emmett content we get? Because it's like oh, Alice, I love it. Alice says, "Try to look human," and he's like, "Human, you say?" And then he does the most unhuman thing. You know he the snowball and just throws it and 
it's like, dude, you're strong. But my favorite part was when Rosalie said, very human, Emmett, why don't you punch through a wall while you're at it? And he's like, it'll look more impressive if you did it gorgeous. And I put, what a simp. I put, what a simp. We love it. Uh, that was one of my favorite Emmett Rosalie moments right there. I love the, I love, love, love the Emmett content we get in this book. I literally have, I think, its own tab. Oh, yeah, that color tab is literally Emmett being an icon because we get <laughs> so much. We do. We do get a lot. And then Emmett told him, um, you look sick, brother mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot with Emmett. Emmett then- is just the comic relief that we needed. Yes. And then it's all like, you know, um... He tell he's like e- um let me see it's she he's trying to he's he didn't like monitoring through Mike's thoughts and then all that and then Alice again is just like like act human she's going to look and Emma just casually says ease up Edward honestly so you kill one human that's hardly the end of the world yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Edward's just like. Uh, he's over it. Oh, and he's throw. Oh, because Alice yeah. put a like snowball on his head, and he goes like that, yeah. shakes his head, <laughs> and she says, "Ew." And I think this is where we get our first um little glimpse at Bella, like not really thinking about herself, because she says, "Like, does he look angry?" Because she was really worried that she had done something to make him angry, and it, that carries the theme throughout the entire book because it's always like, "I'm sorry." Like, or, you know, never really thinking about her, like, I guess, thoughts or emotions, you know? Yeah, and I think Bella would get, I think Bella got, especially with, before this came out, Bella was always the one that got kind of, like, a lot of heat on, especially, like, Tumblr and just the, like, the fandom in general, saying she's too boring, she doesn't have any thoughts and all this, and it's like... Well, Bella, and I used to think the same. Like, I used to think the oh, same because yeah. I was always more fascinated by, like, Rosalie and Alice and all them. So it's like, reading this, and especially, like, after the past two years, it's kind of like, no, Bella just doesn't put herself before others. And she doesn't think of herself as someone with, like, who need, who deserves that attention. Yeah. And She's like, very, very selfless. Oh, that's why we go hard for Bella in this in this house. Yeah, and then and then everyone leaves the cafeteria and Alice tells him, like, you're going to do fine. Like, your mind is set. You're going to make it through. And then and then he goes, they go, they end up going to, um, he goes to the biology. <laughs> and this is where they talk again for the first time. And in this part, I was literally imagining the movie because I was just like, wow, like, um... When they're just when they start talking, and just the way that he um, describes her is just like, like otherworldly. I think my actually because I told my brother that I was when I finished reading the book, I cried, and he was like, "Why did you cry?" And I was like, "I can't even explain it." And he was like, "He was like, oh, it's um, he said it was, um, oh my god, what did he say?" He said it was heart, not heartbreaking. It was heart. Heartwarming? No, what did he say? Let me call him. Brother! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to bribe him. Come here. What? 
can you tell me what you had said the book was? It was Heart what? Um, Heart Stopping. Oh, Heart Stopping. Oh. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It was Heart Stopping. <laughs> like, I love that. That, that, that just explains. That's, like, that's, that's it. That explains everything. Okay, bye, brother. Bye. <laughs> no. Yeah, so he was like, he was like, it was Heart Stopping. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it was hard stopping. I think but you just did something right there. And if the way that the way that he just describes it is is just the way that Edward just describes everything to me is very hard stopping. Yes. <laughs> this made me fall. This book made me fall so much in love with Bella. Yeah, the way he describes her. Yeah, when he, we get to that, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> um, and then and then I really love that throughout. Through this, um, of him reading everyone's thoughts and everyone calling her Isabella and her telling them, like, don't, like it's Bella. He already knew to say Bella Swan. She was like, why did you say, like, how do you know my name? Oh. And then uh, and then he asked her, like, she said, I mean, why did you call me Bella? And he's like, do you prefer Isabella? And she was like, no, I like Bella. But she was just like, what the heck? Like, how do you know that? Like, how do you know to call me Bella? And then we get the iconic, like, pro face. Do you mind if I check? Like I said. <laughs> oh, this was so cute. So cute. I, I caught myself a lot of times during this book, book uh, like, while reading, like, smiling and being like, why are you <laughs> I know. Oh, I was too. And then um, I put OMG adorable at the lady's first partner. I'm like, why are you so cute and awkward? Oh, and then the part... I love the part where um where the uh, Mr. Banner comes over and it was like, oh like it was a group project because Edward wrote it down and he was like oh well she did like the majority of it right and he was like I was just the scribe or whatever. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, and then we get the did you get contacts? <laughs> oh yeah, look, uh, Mr. Banner approached our table. Didn't you think Isabella should get a chance with the microscope? Be and he corrected him, Bella. <laughs> Actually, yeah. she identified three of the five. And then that's when Bella said that she's done the the uh, the, the lab before. Oh, and this part was so funny. She's like, "I, uh, you don't like the cold, I guess? And she said, or the wet. And he goes, well, it must be difficult for you to live here. And then he goes, perhaps you should not have come here. <laughs> I wanted to add, perhaps you should go back where you belong. I was like, damn, okay. He was really, he was really like, not about it. Oh. Um, why did you come here then? And then they, they had that whole biology scene that we see in the movie. And nothing's uh, really different than that. Like, I guess from that travels over, like, just, I guess, the way that he describes certain things. Um, but, yeah, we get that iconic biology scene. And then she gives him a little sass. And she's like, why does it matter to you? Yeah. Um, I love sassy, Bella. Love sass. She's so sassy. I love... My... She's she a Virgo queen. She is. And then she kind of hints a little bit like, you must be a good reader then. And he was like, usually. But he like, oh, I, I just loved it. Um, and then it just ends out. They go to the next class. He calls himself Oh, yeah. But then again. he also, she like flicks her, tosses her hair 
And then he oh. gets that, like, uh, that burning that thing scent. again. And he stopped breathing. <laughs> he, I always imagine, because he stopped breathing, he said he stopped breathing and leaned away. So I could just imagine him, like, like, <laughs> and her, her being like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> oh my god, I would literally be like, are you on drugs? <laughs> I know. Um, and yeah, so then we just get this this uh scene actually they go to spanish um and emmett is in spanish it's on page 46 let's see oh it was a memory right yeah he talks about because emmett has had that happen to him twice where the blood was just too appealing so yeah we get a little glimpse into emmett's head about the time he um yeah yeah and then um Emmett is a is a Spanish king. <laughs> or no, Edward is. He says, perdóname. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I love oh. Can we get more of Edward speaking Spanish? Please and thank you. I know. And then the teacher tells him, Emmett, por favor puedes ayudar a tu hermano. So like oh. please go help your brother. And yes. Emmett was just like Sure. <laughs> like, I could just imagine, like, okay, like, I guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it was interesting, too, when they talked about um, Emmett's, like, um, the two times that Emmett, um, like, had a good smells. He smelled apples. And it, it just, it, it kind of, like, um, I think it's kind of cool how they have, like, a specific scent. And it's, like, you know, they don't have their sense of taste anymore. So it's, all like, it's cool how, like... They know, because I wouldn't imagine, like, they really could um, identify that. So, I wonder, I wonder if it's, like, the blood tastes the same as what it's smelling like. Yeah. So, then, um, Edward had, the reason that Edward left was because um, the, um, because of Emmett's like memory of it and it was too explicit for for Edward so he that's why he jumped up and the teacher was like uh are you good (laughs) and then he left uh and then Emmett was like I'm sorry (laughs) Uh, yeah and then then he did your school I think right or no he sits in his car he sits in his car but he's he's listening to Mike's uh thoughts Everybody and like everybody is all like you know all the guys who were like oh I can't have a chance with this new girl are like Cullen is all of a sudden interested mm-hmm. and then all the girls who are swooning over Edward are like this new girl caught his attention yeah then he sits in his car drown, drowns and puts violent <laughs> music he put I put in a CD of violent music I just want to know what the violent music was like I can just imagine Edward sitting in his car listening to like screamo or like yeah something very like like something very crazy he's sitting in this car with music playing it's probably i think it's like raining or like sprinkling or something i think it said that and then she turns and just sees edward in his car like sitting in his car like being a creep (laughs) oh my god why is he so creepy it says this is my favorite part. She st- in this chapter. She stayed into her rearview mirror, her mouth hanging open. So she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "The amount of money I would pay to get this scene reenacted." 
Oh, OC, can you reenact this scene? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Um, if, if anyone from the OC is listening, please recreate the yes. scene. Um, and then, um, let's see. The other car had pulled past her. She checked all her blind spots. He was so like, he thought it was so funny that she was like really cautious of driving. He thought that it was a thought that she, it was as though she thought that she was dangerous in her truck. And that made him laugh. And so he was just sitting in his car laughing <laughs> at Bella. <laughs> oh I my can, goodness. I cannot with this man. I can't. Okay, chapter three um, is he goes, he hunts because he was like, okay, well, I'm not thirsty, but he wants to trying to like overdo it so that he could not, there was no possibility that he could, um, uh, I just either. gotta say, uh, I just gotta say, this is the first time that we, as we're reading, we're fifty. It took fifty pages of it of us reading this to finally get Doctor Daddy in the picture. Oh yes, Doctor Daddy. So then Edward wants to leave, right? And yeah. um, and Carla was just, I guess, trying to navigate that. Oh yeah, because it's like um, it says. No, that wouldn't stop me if I make my like. He says, "Yeah, of course we'll of course we'll come with you. Of course, if that's what you need." And um, they won't berate you for this. And he ra- Edward raises an eyebrow, like really. And he's and like Rosalie might. Rosalie might, but she owes you because. And I think, and a lot of I I got a question about this about what was it that Carlisle meant that Rosalie owes you? And I think when we get into Rose, like when we get a glimpse going back into rosalie's backstory and how Mm -hmm. her and emmett i think that's what it's referring to it's like she owes edward for like like for that yeah because at first it was just you know i think i think it's like carlisle had to be the one to kind of like decide whether or not someone would come into the coven like if they were to save and and she kind of like not I guess forced it upon, right? Yeah, and well, and because it's like Edward was the first, so it, it, it was just Edward and Carlisle. So it's like kind of like, okay, you're gonna bring this person into our family now, and yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, maybe, or it could also be like maybe, um, maybe, I mean, she did go on a revenge spree, and so mm-hmm. maybe it has to do something with that. Like maybe he. Maybe he covered up the tracks. Yeah, something. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, and yeah, so then basically in the beginning of this chapter, we just see Carlisle and Edward talking, and Edward's like, "Well, I should leave," and he's like, "But you're not," and he was like, "Well, I should," but, <laughs> and and Edward was like, "I want to leave," but something was just like he could not even explain why he could not like what why he couldn't bring himself to like peace out. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, I love this part, too. It's on page 53. One more day, I decided I would see her one more time. Mm-hmm. I could handle that. And then he would disappear. Yeah. Oh. That's so sad. It's, like, I think this is where I remember, I like, reading this part and all this and seeing Edward, it's, like, I remember Stephanie Meyer said something. She was, like, I recommend reading Breaking Dawn after, um reading breaking dawn after midnight sun because it will remind me that edward was happy like he finally did find happiness 
and he wasn't oh, like sad. Yes, and then also um this part where Alice was like, "You're gonna leave again," and then but she like could not see where he was going, and then she says, "And think of Esme. Would you take half her family away in one blow?" Or no, I think oh! Edward says that. Yeah, um, Edward says that because she because Alice suggested that her and Jasper would go, and I love 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 that they call Jasper Jazz. I love it so much. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! And then and then Alex tells him you're going to make her so unhappy, and he's she's talking about Esme. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Esme loves Edward so much, and I we know. see we see that we see that later on in one of the other chapters that when we get to it. Um, but we, he, she loves Edward so much because that was her first, yeah. like, son, right? Yeah. Um, Edward, yeah, because it was Edward and then it was Esme. And so, like, Esme, she, I think she, um, I think she, Esme even said in Twilight, like, she loves them all as her own. I might have a little bit of bias toward Edward because he was my first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, okay, so this part, when Alice is showing him visions and then, but... It was, Edward was explaining it about, like, it was just all, like, blurry and vague, and there was, like, just a whole bunch of changing, and she said, um, your life seems to be at a crossroads, like, something's changing, and he was like, you sound like a carnival fortune teller. On page 54. And then oh it says that she stuck out her tiny tongue at me, so I can just imagine her being like, mm, like. <laughs> <laughs> she's that, she's that meme of that cat, like. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's oh, I need to put a tab there when I. I love that. Chance. So then they go to school again, and then he. This is where he talks about her character a little bit. He has. A, he said, "I added this to my small list. She was a serious person, a responsible person, um, because I guess he started having a list. <laughs> but um, this was also the road was covered with ice, so." He was, uh, is this where he saves her from the truck? Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, this is the, <gasps> oh my gosh. I uh, loved having this in his perspective. Yes. So we get to that. She was like doing, she was getting something from her bag or something. And then Alice said no, I guess because she had the vision, right? Yes. And... Yeah. She had just seen it happening and. Oh yeah. my goodness. And then obviously Edward can read her mind. And then he says, not her. The words shouted in my head as if they belong to someone else. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, he was like, I cannot. Also, I mean, not to mention that if if he were, if he did not save her, and I think he mentions it later, like, if he did not save her and her blood would be all over the parking lot. And it, yeah. he, he would have, like, not, you know. It would have been over. So then he the, then he saves Bella, and the way that he described the car crash was so much more intense than the yes. way that Bella described the car crash. I know, hers is all like, "Oh, there it goes," and his is all like, "Yeah." I, I really like that about about this book because, so like, uh, he talks about things sometimes, and it seems like a long time, but then you remember that like, it's literally just ha like like happening and like. A couple minutes and uh, or seconds, but there's just the amount of detail he puts into it makes it seem like it's taking forever, like it's going in slow mo. Yeah. Um. 
So then her head thumps against the eyes. All this thing happen. Yeah, he, this, like, it's so intense. He's like, I caught it under the frame with my right hand. But I felt my wrap, my, I wrapped my left arm <laughs> around her waist. It dragged her body from underneath the tire. <laughs> oh, my God. This was so intense. And then can we just, oh, my God. When he, it's like, he's worried. And then he goes a little, like, you know, and then he kind of, like, chuckles when she says, ow, that she hit her head. And then all of a sudden, it's like, when she says, as soon as she says, how did you get over to me so fast? He just went so serious. I could just imagine. He just has, like, the smile from laughing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> my, oh my god i thought it was so funny how she's all he's like stay put down and she's like but it's cold and he's like this girl nearly got crushed by a car and all she can think about is the cold the cold that the, 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 the round was cold <laughs> she was super like set she he was like i was right next yeah. to you and she was like no like, yeah, you were not he, he's trying um, to uh, i mean he he is trying to kind of gaslight her in order to think that yes, what she but saw then he happen. does this and I, when i read this i was like <laughs> like my heart fluttered i was it said please bella and she, that it, suddenly he wanted her trust ambulance pulls up and then you know the emt recognizes edward as carlisle's kid and then chief we get our first glimpse at chief charlie swan yes uh what, what oh is this in the when he gets to the hospital, or he gets there... He gets to the school. He gets to the so, school, yeah. Yeah, he had pulled up on scene, because it's like, you know, he's responding. I, just, um, I wish we kind of got that in in this in this context. Yeah. Um, because I, I would have just loved to see, like, Charlie, like, skirting into the parking lot, like, getting out and be like, Bella! Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been oh. so good! And then there being, like, a crowd and everyone being, like, oh, my God. And then him just, like, pushing through the crowd, like, Bella. And then Carlisle, they get to the hospital. Carlisle and Edward, like, immediately Edward goes to Carlisle so that he can tell him, like, I messed up. And Ed yeah. and Carlisle is just, like, it's okay. You had to do what you do. And I'm, like, father of the year. I know. I always love the, the hospital scene, even in Twilight. I love it more than the one in the movie because – Every everyone was waiting in the lobby. There was like the entire school was in the lobby, and I was like, "Oh, I love that." I uh, that why I wish we got that. I like this. I like this interaction really much. This I wish we saw in the movie with how Tyler is all like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry," and all this. I mean, we kind of get that, but then I wanted to see his reaction to Edward because we didn't see Edward until after she like leaves. Yeah, and then she and it's and I think this is where he kind of realizes that Bella was going to like kind of stick to her word because she he asked like um he asked her how she got it out of the way and she was like well edward pulled me out and he was like what the heck like edward cullen he was standing right next to me and he was like cullen huh that's weird i didn't see him i could have sworn wow it was also fast i guess is he okay i think so he's somewhere but they didn't make him do the stretcher uh and then that tyler was like thinking she's pretty <laughs> <laughs> Even all messed up. Not my usual type still. I should take her I should take her out. Makeup for today. Which is oh a little uh, hint to something that happens at the end of the book. Um <sighs> That was so funny. So funny. Carlisle comes in, does the All the things. Uh, I I to be does. and 
I thought it was funny how Bella is just so annoyed that Edward is not in a stretcher with the neck brace and all that, and she is there hooked up, and it's like, how? Oh, this this little part, um, he tells her, so what's the verdict? I asked mm-hmm. her, and her lower lip pushed out a little. There's nothing wrong with me at all, but they won't let me go. How come you aren't strapped to a gurney like the rest of us? Yeah. Um... <laughs> It's all about who you know, I said lightly, but don't worry, I came to spring you. In Twilight, I love when Bella describes Carlisle. She's like, ah! what the heck? <laughs> yeah, and then he he even says that, like, her eyes went wide and her mouth fell open again, so we get the, like, <laughs> oh my god. Carlisle walking here and be like, excuse me? <laughs> That's nuts. your father? No, see, that, I, <laughs> if I saw that, like, if he, if... I'm talking to this dude, and he goes, my father, and like, and then his father comes in, and his father's father, I'm gonna be like, uh, do you need a stepmom? <laughs> I know, right? Look, so this part, he says, um, can I go back to school? Maybe you should take it easy. And then she looks at Edward. Does he get to go to school? And then, she, <laughs> and then Edward goes, someone had to spread the news that we survived. So this is already where we're kind of seeing their, like, relationship dynamic, and I love it. Yeah. And that's why I wish, like, these are the moments that we should have got in Twilight. Because it's, like, I think the main criticism that the movie got was it was too fast and too serious. And it's all, like, these moments show their relationship. It does. And um, and then that's when uh, Carlisle tells her, well, like, actually... <laughs> the majority of the school seems to be in the waiting room <laughs> and she's like oh no like i would have been like can y'all take me out like some other way and then the ending of it i memorized your face one last time it was still set in lines of anger the blood not yet faded from her cheeks and then i turned and walked away from her <gasps> because this was the last time he was planning on seeing her right because he was yeah. like one more day like i'm just gonna see her one more day and i'm gonna peace out Oh, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I like I had to like go through chapter four because chapter four probably is one of my favorite chapters because this okay. is um because I do I just want to say before we get into um this chapter chapter four completely was different than the the draft because the what we're the one thing that we're gonna see it like when because um chapter four basically is like. When they have that meeting after Edward gets home. like I love that. I love it. That was not in the draft. That was a whole, like, when I read this, I was like, oh, I I thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah, I really love that. Um, Just, I could just, I wish we got things like this in the, in the movie. Okay, I kind of. When I was done reading it, I had this little epiphany after after the crying that I kind of would have preferred for this to be the first book that came out rather than Twilight because we see, I I think, I love Twilight. Don't don't get me wrong. I love it. But I feel like we get a whole, like, we get a whole other, like, version of the events. And I feel yeah. like I, I feel like maybe more people would have liked Twilight, the movie, if they would have taken account in Edward's perspective, and showed us things from this perspective. I know Ugh. because they still could have, they still could have like, um, done things where they showed Bella's point, like Bella's, like Bella getting to forks and or you know, and all that. They could still could have done that, but then like. 
I just wish we got more of the Cullen family. Yeah. Oh, it just... And, like, this in this chapter is exactly what you said, because it's like, what? It, like, <gasps> this would have been... That's what we're missing. And I think also, um, I would have liked Midnight Sun, not maybe not as a movie, but as a TV series. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. I can't... Like, each chapter is, like, an episode or something. I don't know, but... Oh, hell yeah. Oh, like, they could do goodness. that in one... They could do that in one season. Yeah, for real. And then just... Maybe just make it a one-season thing, but I just... I would have loved to see a lot of these things from their perspective in the movie. Like, there's yeah. one specific scene in later on um, when they're trying to get to the ballet studio that I'm like, oh! we needed this. Did that. I cannot wait till we get to that part. <laughs> he calls himself a stalker. He's an obsessed vampire stalker. I, I could not. When I read this, I was like, oh, so you say. <laughs> yeah. And then, An obsessed vampire stalker. <laughs> he's listening to her conversations, right? That's why he calls himself this vampire stalker. Um, I think yeah. So he, let me see. Oh no, he was he called himself a stalker because it like he was resist because Bella was sent home like she didn't she like she didn't go back oh, yeah, to school. Yeah. He did, so he kind of was having this urge to go see her again. And then that's when like a lot of people who were back at the school and like um. The teachers were wondering how, and then this is where him, he is with Emmett at, um, he's with Emmett in their Span um, Spanish class, and mm. that's when Emmett lets it slip of what Rosalie and Jasper were planning to do. Oh, because they were pissed. They were pissed, and they were all like, okay, this girl is risking our family she's making you do things out of the ordinary and they were gonna go and they were gonna kill bella yeah we'll see and then i think that's why i wish we would have gotten this version of events at least for this part because and the movie it happens at the end of the day but then at in the in the book it happens at the very like beginning of school so we don't ever see like any of this and i'm just like why like we need i, I need I need Emmett in Spanish class content is what I'm really I, trying to say. Yes. Oh, I like and just Emmett there saying like biblioteca or like something stupid. Like Emmett would just make a joke out of it. And I just love it. Oh my God. Yes. And uh, <laughs> he tells and then, him and Emmett tells him, damn kid, you're a mess. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and he says, bite me. Oh my God. I guess Ed, Ed, Edward was mad. Like, he was going to go... Was he going to go, like, argue with them or fight them or something? I think he was. I think as soon as he read it in Emmett's thoughts, because Emmett let it slip, he was about to, like, go find them. And he was, I guess, gripping the desk so hard that... Yes. I Oh, yeah. I love that part where he's, like, gripping the... <laughs> oh. Yeah. Where he said that he felt... He knew that his, his fingers left an indentation, like, in the desk. Yeah, um, and let me see. So, oh, and because it says, um, he's like, I, yes, I would fight for her against my family. And he's really contemplating having to fight his siblings. And it's all like, he knows, he, he's like, Esme would not side against me, but she would have, like, um, okay, well, Carlisle would not want them to fight at all. Yeah. Esme could understand where Ed, Edward's coming from, but she also wouldn't want them to fight 
Alice probably doesn't like she's just gonna you know she's gonna know yeah and it's like he i think i think he was worried that he was gonna have to fight emmett because emmett's gonna stand up for rose so and i think that's what made him not want to do it is he like him and emmett have just this connection and it's all like uh, and i love also that rosalie was just shouting in her mind. I have. Oh my god! I have that tab. Rose thinking of every insult is hilarious. Idiot, lunatic, moron, jackass, selfish, irresponsible fool is what she said. <laughs> oh my goodness. She was. Yeah, they. Her and Jasper were probably be more like they would. I'll clear. They were more um, affected. I guess like personal. Like they felt. They kind of took this personally. They were like. Why would he do that? Um, yeah. And it's like, Rosalie was more set on doing it because it's all like for the whole family. Whereas, and Jasper kind of was just like, he fears that having it with Bella is going to, like having an interaction with Bella or like having her involved will, some like Alice will get hurt. He was more worried about Alice getting hurt. Yeah. So then they get home and they all went straight to the dining room. Um, <laughs> no, that, that was the most hilarious part. Is they all went straight to the dining room. Carlisle and Esme are already there, and they just sit at they sit, you know, in like respected spots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I love that Esme's Esme. The first thing Esme told them was stay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Esme just hidden it hard with the emotions. Um, so Rosalie sat directly across from Carlisle, and then she glared at him. She she glared at Edward, never looking away. Emma sat beside her. Jasper was standing behind Rosalie on a wall behind Rosalie. They're all just like it, I can just imagine this seat like. What? I want to draw this. I want to just draw like stick <laughs> figures and be like, okay, Rosalie's here, um, Carlisle, and then I'm gonna put Jasper question mark. Why? <laughs> like, and then Alice went and sat next to Esme. They were the, the neutrals in the situation. Yeah. Um, and she rubbed her head like she had a forehead, <laughs> like she had a headache. She's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like what's about to ha- happen? And we're just as sorry. <laughs> He's just like, I'm sorry. Oh, he tells him that I was planning to leave before this happened and that he was going to go right now. But only if he believed that she was safe and that no one was going to touch her. Yeah. And Esme says, no, no, Edward. (laughs) He patted her hand in just a few years. And then it's like, Alice, she can't tell. And then... Freaking Rosalie just smacks her head on the um table, which I thought was funny. It's like we can't allow the human a chance to say anything. And oh and then it's all like Edward's like, we've left with rumors. Yeah. And she was like, Well, she has evidence, but um and Jasper was just there nodding. <laughs> he was just like, Yep, like <laughs> I was like, Jasper, why are you here if you're not gonna put your two cents in? I know. You're just gonna stand there, like, like nodding your head. Ooh, ooh, and then 
freaking, you know, Rosalie's talking about how, like, how she would do it. Like, she would just, like, you know, do an injury to the head, like, so when, yeah. she, when she falls asleep. And then freaking Edward goes, yes, Rosalie, we all know how proficient an assassin you are. And I'm all like, when I read that, I was like, bitch, first of all, <laughs> you have to apply that to yourself, too. And then she said, I was no longer worried about Rose. I could see that she would go along with Carlisle's decision. But Jasper was unmoved. Even though Jasper has not said one word in this entire entire thing. But then he does. He says, Jasper, he met my gaze. She won't pay for my mistakes. I won't allow that. So I guess Jasper was like, Alice would be in danger because of this. That's what it was. He was more scared Bella would like talk and Alice would, you know. Yeah. Like that's what he was worried about. And he tells him, um, I won't allow you to hurt Isabella Swan. And then she tells him, I know you love me. Thanks. But <laughs> but I would really appreciate if you didn't try to kill Bella. First of all, Edward's quite serious and I don't want you two fighting. Secondly, she's my friend. At least she's going to be. This is where she gets the vision that there, I guess, is some sort of at least solid vision for for the future because so far everything's been pretty blurry and vague yeah and so this is like the first rock solid uh vision that we get um and jasper's like but alice what (laughs) he's like uh i wanted to kill her yeah Um, and then she tells him i'm going to love her someday jazz i'll be very put out with you if you don't let her be (laughs) oh i love that that really made me cry right there when I first read it. I was, she's like, I'm going to love her someday, even though I kind of, you know, ship Alice and Bella, but, like, I really... <laughs> so then cute. Alice had our... I guess Alice... I, I Alice has the ability to let Edward see what she wants to see. Or what she wants him to see. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, like, during the... I guess... I, I don't want to... I guess I'll bring it up, but... On their way to the ballet studio, she was like, tr- like sh- they were going back and forth between the the what the thirty seconds ahead of the of the like the road, the traffic, and then sometimes it would slip to what's happening in the ballet studio. Um, so she can control what she like, what vision she's in, which I think is yeah. cool because we don't really see her powers like that ever in in the the series like we never we can never see the full ex- extent of her abilities or yeah. any of them because Jasper too has some like hidden things that even Edward didn't know that he could do yeah um, oh my god the base when we get to the baseball scene that yeah that see. real okay I'm gonna get real mad whenever I because it's all like I have thoughts with Jasper because of the background he has and then it's like he pulls this shit and i'm like mm-hmm. why did you do this yeah so <laughs> so um she tells him out uh, this is where we first like okay like alice is like i told you there was something like a change happening um because i guess edward's mind was decided before he had even really knew that it was decided yeah. and she was really trying to concentrate on not letting him see what she was seeing, but she let it slip for a second, and Edward said, "Nope, not about it." And uh-uh. then everyone—it's so funny because they're having this interaction, and everyone around them is like, "No idea what's." 
what's going on. They're just there. Um, and when we get to that part, because it's like Emmett literally has no idea what's happening, and he's the only one that voices he it. Said, he said, that's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, yeah, so then um, she's, Edward's like, this is not going to happen. And she's like, well, it's, yeah, like every minute you're more decided, she tells him. Um, and then she was like, there's only two ways. It's one or the other. Oh, uh, and then I, lo- I love, there's having this conversation. Edward's the only one speaking out loud. Alice is talk communicating him with her mind. And everyone is just sitting there like, do y'all know like, what's what going are, on? Like, what are these cryptic tweets? Honestly. Because it's like, he says, love her too. And everybody's like, wait a moment, pause. Because... She's like, are you so blind? Like, do you not understand, like, what this may have? And finally, it's like, Edmund has enough. And he's like, come on. And Rosalie, because, you know, Rosalie, she's our, she is observant. She can put pieces together. And Mm -hmm. it's like, pay attention. Alice sees him falling for a human. How classically Edward. Mm -hmm. And And she made a gagging sound. And then (laughs) Emmett just erupts in laughter. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and he's like oh man sorry that that sucks he tells, him, th- he tells him tough break edward <laughs> oh and then esme is just like you fall in love with her oh and jasper's like hold up what is happening alice so it says it all depends on whether he's strong enough either he'll kill her himself um which would really Im- irritate me edward not to mention what it would do to you <laughs> Or she'll be one of us someday. And then someone gasped, but she didn't look to see who. But who do you know who that was? <laughs> I feel like I, I low-key feel, I want it to be Emmett. Like, <laughs> Emmett just being there like. <gasps> I kind of want I feel like Esme is the most obvious, but I think Emmett would make it more. <laughs> Esme like, would gasp like, oh my gosh, yay. But then I could just imagine Emmett, like, she says that she's either going to die, like Edward's <sighs> going to kill her, or she's going to be one of us. And then Emmett going, <gasps> like, so oh taken back. <laughs> Please, if they ever, if they ever were to make this into a show, have whoever plays Emmett gasp. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh my goodness so i think jasper was all like okay either she's gonna die or she's gonna be one of us and i think he was which honestly this kind of brings me to a thing i saw on tumblr just a couple days ago because i kind of have been going back on like tumblr to like see what's been going on mm-hmm. and Someone brought up, like, they felt that the voting in New Moon should have been switched, where Rosalie said yes, and Jasper said no, because it's like, Rosalie obviously wants her family to be protected, and she's a liability, so it's like, why wouldn't Rosalie want her changed? And then Jasper would say no, because it's like, do you see how I am? Do you want to be like this toward people you love? So, but then it's like... Obviously, in here, we see that it's not, it's it's the same how in New Moon, like, he was like, okay, if she's changed, it's gonna be fine. Edward starts listing off the reasons of why I would not be good. He said, worth, Alice, Alice's confidence, Jasper's confidence in that confidence. <laughs> Worst of all, Esme's joy. 
So I guess the gasp would probably be Esme, like, oh my goodness. But then I just wanted to be Emmett. <laughs> I know. What if it's Esme and Emmett? They were both, they both stopped and looked at each other like. <gasps> <laughs> I know, I know Emmett's be, wa- I know Emmett watches The Bachelor with Esme. Oh, 100%. He's all, he, Emmett. You gave her that rose. I know. Um. So and then, then, and then his dramatic self just leaves the house. Let's just what? <laughs> and it was so sad because he leaves, and Esme reached for his hand, but he didn't acknowledge it. <gasps> like, why you gotta do that? Stop hurting my queen. I know. Kind of just ends with he's in his thoughts. He's kind of like, I think this is when he kind of starts going with the decision where he kind of has to accept that he's gonna have like there's a possibility this can happen and i think that's when like it starts to like that's when he starts non-stop thinking about her yeah but then he also again he kind of like thinks about killing her again because he's like but it's like he couldn't stand to see it but he totally can see it happening jasper should it should have uh just taken one for the team and turned bella <laughs> Honestly, I mean, which honestly, you know, I'm surprised. You know what would have been spicy is if in Twilight there was that scene. Because literally Jasper and Bella were left alone at Um. one point. Like, they were left alone for at one point. And I'm just all like, okay, if Jasper thought it was best for Bella to be turned, then why didn't we get, like, a spicy... I feel like they should have turned her in Phoenix. I know. Like, they were in the... I mean, like, like... Alice had even said at some point, like, I will do it myself. Like, you'll forgive me one day. Like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Have I got to ask. Have you read Life and Death? No. <gasps> I was waiting because I wanted to finish this first. Okay. Good. I think that was a good idea because, honestly, like, Life and Death, I, I know a lot of people thought it was, like, they didn't need it, but, and I kind of was the same, because it's kind of, like, the first, like, half of it is Twilight, like, exactly, but then it's, like, it I really enjoyed Life and Death, and I will say, not to spoil it, but envision if Bella left the um airport five minutes than what she had originally did, mm-hmm. and then that sets the mood for what we find out so yeah. i definitely recommend life and death okay yes yeah, so i will I'll, i'm gonna read that and it looks it's a smaller book so yeah um i'll get to that as soon as um well as soon as possible because i'm already done with midnight sun yeah. so then we get to chapter five chapter five he goes to school and he doesn't now he says another brooding moment from Ed, uh, edward cullen he said it's no longer purgatory that high school is now purely hell torment and fire (laughs) oh i just realized i just sorry i just looked this is a long chapter like this it's from page 87 to 116 like this is a long chapter it is and we have the blood type right after (laughs) i love that one okay so what happens in this chapter there's so much i feel like a lot of it is brooding because oh yeah this mainly Oh, this is... Wait, no, no, no. 
Let me, let me, let me see. Because this is a long chapter, but it's mainly him and his thoughts. Oh, Bella literally, oh, Bella just, because he's been ignoring her. And then she find and then she's, so she ignores him and he's kind of like, huh. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hello, Edward. And then um, she just doesn't like look at him after that. And he's kind of like, huh. And like, and he kind of feels pain while avoiding her. Oh, so here it says it literally a month passed with them not talking. Oh, yeah. And then, um... Except for when there was one day that they, um, that she had, she had said hi to him. Um... Oh, and this, this is where we get a kind of another glimpse at Bella and her personality and how she is because it's all like, um... It says, had Bella noticed that Tara was usually ostracized by the rest of the class, I could imagine no reason besides kindness for reaching out to her, especially with Bella's shyness. So Bella, we see that Bella's like that person who she like, she she went out of her way to make sure like Tara, who she probably knew wasn't that great in the, wasn't going to be much help, at least was okay and tried and, And then I also like here that another time um, that they're sitting at the at the cafeteria table and uh, they're talking about um, Eric brings up Comic Con and they all make fun of him. And then Bella's like, no, like, that's cool. I want to go, too. And then all of them are like, what? And Edward's like, wow, like. Like, he was seeing how selfless she was in those moments. And that makes me want to cry, because that was the cutest. Oh, my God. And Eric, Eric in his mind says, Comic-Con with Bella, even better than Comic-Con alone. <laughs> oh. I love that. I, I, like, hold on. This was definitely, like, where I think, I started to fall in love with Bella was how he described her. Cause it's like that whole month that they were avoiding each other. We didn't see what was going on. Bella doesn't, she doesn't, she's very cryptic. She doesn't look at herself as someone of value and as important. So it's like, she's not gonna constantly like talk about herself and like what she does. But yeah. And then, and then literally it talked about how Eric started planning this comic con and Bella was like helping and wasn't like, she wasn't like being mean like the other the, the other ones were. Okay. And here on page ninety two, he says Bella was good. All the other things added up to that whole kind and um, self effacing and unselfish and brave. She was good though. She was good through and through. Oh. And no one seemed to be aware of that besides him, besides me, besides Edward. <laughs> and then um, I think uh, and then it's like. Page 92 is basically just him hating Mike Newton. Oh, yeah, because he said that in Mike's mind, Mike was creating this, like, version of Bella that didn't exist. Yeah. And he hated Mike for that. At some point, he also calls him a golden retriever. And I had made, um, I made a video that was like, oh, guys, there's going to be a recast of Twilight. Like, look at, look at who's, like, the, the recast is. And for Mike Newton, I put a picture of a golden retriever. <laughs> um yeah so then up for a good part of the pages he's just talking about how he did not like mike they go to um 
They're at the cafeteria table, and then Alice tells them, Bella's going to stare at Edward in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And that he paid attention to how often she looked in his direction. It pleased him. And then Alice just sighed. I wish. (laughs) Alice was just waiting for him to, like, to make a move. So then we have here that that Mike was going to ask Bella on a date. And he um, was like, no. Yeah, he did not like that at all. And then Edward here was like pissed that Mike <laughs> um, would you even know, like consider asking. Jessica did not deserve a friend like Bella. Bella oh, no. really watched out for her and like for was the, the- 100%. But yeah, so that's, yeah, she because she told him like, you should tell her yes. And then Mike was like, oh, sad about it yeah and i'm like geez and i would have been like if you if he's gonna look that sad over it i would have been like you know what just don't even give her that just don't 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 do that to her yeah and then we get the whole like oh well, like are you gonna go to dance with anyone she was like nope i'm going to seattle and then um so this was a different dance than prom at the end right yeah, this was the it was like a Sadie's where girls ask guys. Yeah. Which is why which is why Bella was like, um, it's girls ask guys and you're asking me to go. Mm-hmm. So then there then there's basically it's just like the whole Mike and Bella conversation about um why she's not going to prom or not to prom but to the dance. Mike was at the table while Edward was there, right? Like he pulled up a chair. Yeah. And was like talking. Oh my god. I was like, Mike. Oh my goodness. God, the monster again. What if I'm a monster? I know, that is Edward. I don't don't even like Gabby Hanna, but that song (laughs) just, that should be like the theme of this book. So this is where he talks to her. And then then he just starts being his little like brooding self, like, I'm being rude, but it's better this way. And she's like, what are you talking about, dude? Oh, and then one of my favorite Emmett moments is when Emmett and Emmett and um, Edward are leaving Spanish at the end of the day to go to the car. And it's like freaking, he says, wait for the others here, all right? <laughs> and Emmett goes, kids lost his damn mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Bella was out of the out of the gym. This is when Eric asked her to the to the dance. Yeah. Oh god, this is the part where he cuts her off in the parking lot. Yes. So then then she goes into the there's like a line to get out, right? But then Edward Edward's like blocking something because he wanted to see Tyler ask her and wanted to see her reaction, right? Yeah. So he blocks her in so she can't leave. And Tyler's in his car, like, parked behind Bella. Right? Yeah. And got out of his car. So she's in between Edward and Tyler's car. And um, she thought that he was getting down maybe because she was, like, stuck. She was like, oh, sorry, like, I'm stuck behind Cullen. Um... And then he was like, I know, I just wanted to ask you something. (laughs) We were trapped here. And then he asked her to the dance. Edward was laughing. And Emmett was like, what is so funny? And, um... pissed. She saw him laughing, right? Like, in in the mirror. Yeah. 
And he was just like, on his way home, he was chuckling because he was just thinking of Bella's face. And then Alice is just like, can I, um... Talk to Bella like, now? <laughs> can I talk to Bella? And he's like, no. Ew! And this is when he, like, watches her sleep for the first time. It is. Ooh. And, yeah, he sees her room. <laughs> oh I hate this. I hate this so much. He was like, well, I mean, what are human rules to me? And he was like, well, I ignore it. Like, I don't really follow rules. He was just planning on staying outside until he started thinking about spiders, right? Yeah. The freaking <laughs> spider. So his whole reasoning for watching her sleep was because he either... He was like, well, she's so clumsy that, like, she's going to get herself into something. um, Into something, right? But then also, like, may, like he was like, what if a meteor, like, crushed her, like, hit her house? Or, like, what if there's a spider? And he heard the spider crawl out, right? Or he was yeah. already in her room at that time. Oh, he was already in her room at the time. Yeah, I think he was already in. And, um, oh, this is when she was sleeping. Um, yeah, and, he and, and she's, she was talking, he, so she wasn't talking to her mom, she was sleeping. No, she was sleep talking, sleep and then it's talking. like, he was a he was about to leave, and then she said his name. Yes, and he was like, okay, well, there's a spider. He identified what kind of spider it was, and then, um, so then he, he said this, he said, because I could kill every spider in her home. Cut the thorns off every rosebud she might touch one day. Block every speeding car that got within a mile of her. But there was no task I could I could perform that would make me something other than what I was. I stared at my white stone hand so grotesquely inhuman and despaired. So he was disgusted with himself, but he could not stop watching her. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't we all? And then, uh, so then she said his name, and he was frozen. He was so, like... What the heck did she see me? And then she said his name again. And then he was like, she was dreaming of me. And then he said, I love this part. Could a dead, frozen heart beat again? It felt as though mine was about to. <laughs> I cry. Oh my goodness. And this is for sure one of the parts. Where like, even though he's like in her room and walking her sleep. But he said this. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then, in her dream, she said, stay, she sighed, don't, don't go, please don't go. And then no. she was like, she was dreaming of me, and it wasn't even a nightmare. She wanted me to stay with her there in her dream. And he said that when he resurfaced, he was not the same man he had been. I know. Oh. I can't. It's so romantic, but also, like, he's in her room. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, and this is where he says it. He says it on page 110. I loved her and so I would be strong enough. To, I would so I would try to be strong enough to leave her. I knew I wasn't that strong now. I would work on that one, but perhaps I was strong enough to circumvent the future in another way. Mm. Oh my goodness. I was so upset. And then it's like, he's like, she deserved better. 
but I saw one more future, one thin wire that I might be able to walk if I could keep my balance. Could I do it? Be with her and leave her human? And it's like, I mean, I, I, uh, Edward, buddy, Hang you're on. immortal. <laughs> if Hang you want to be with her, how, it's like, I, I don't know. Sometimes his logic, but then. So then, um, he goes home and changes really quickly. Got to school. Everyone was already at school. And then Bella had got to school. And it, this is where he walks up to her, right? She, her her truck key slip. And then he, like, gets them for her. Yeah. And she's and like, then... how did you do that? And she was angry. And he was like, do what? And then is this the part where he jokes with her about asking her to the to the dance? Yeah. With I the love... dance. And then, and then with the whole, I wanted to go to Seattle <laughs> with you. Oh, yeah. She tells him. He was like, she was like, so why the traffic jam? And he was like, that was for Tyler. He's like, I had to give him his chance. And she was so mad. She was like, you, and the, <laughs> um, oh, where's the part? He tells her, Bella, you are utter, utterly absurd, absurd. And, uh, <laughs> and, the, and then it's like. He asked her to, you know, for a ride to Seattle. And then he starts coming at the truck. And she's so offended by it. She and is. it's like, um, can your truck make it there and want to take a gas? And she's like, I don't see how it's business. And he's like, the wasting of finite resources is everyone's business. I'm like, okay. I didn't know you were, um, you cared about burning fossil fuels. I know. And then, look, and then, uh, so this is when he, she was like, fine, then, what do you want to ask? And he goes, I was wondering if a week from Saturday, <laughs> she was, like, so shocked, um, you know, the day of the spring dance, and she's like, are you trying to be funny? <laughs> and that's when he asked her to go to Seattle, right? Yeah. And just talking about the truck, um, and then she was like, I can't keep up with you, dude, like, this is, this is, like, a part, like, in the movie where she's like, You're giving me whiplash, right? <laughs> Hold on, what'd you say? My, like, I got so excited my things came out. <laughs> um, but this, like, in the movie, this would have been the part where she was like, you're giving me, your mood swings are giving me whiplash. Yes! <laughs> and, and it's like, um, he's like, I thought you didn't want to, she's like, I thought you didn't want to be my friend. He's like, it would be best. And then he's like, but then I'm trying to stay away, I'm tired of trying to stay away from you, Bella. And then he says again, we go to Seattle. And she's like, I guess so. She not, and he's like, "You really should stay away from me." Like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I cannot with him. And then, and then they're like, "Okay," he's like, "Okay, well, um, I'll see you in class." After just telling her, like, "You really should stay away from me," <laughs> and then be like, "Okay, see you later." <laughs> okay, guys. So, Ria and I are coming to you. Hours after we have finished recording our very long analysis of Midnight Sun chapters 1 through 10. And we realized that this review on Midnight Sun was just going to be too long to try to fit into one week. And we wanted to kind of stretch it out through the week. Um, so instead of giving you guys uh, three parts of, of episode 8, we're going to end up doing um, every 10 chapters as their own episode. So, uh, next episode will be on January 25th, 
And those will be chapters 11 through 20 of Midnight Suns. And then our episode 10 will end up being 21 to the end. Yes. Just, uh, I'm going to throw it in as a little disclaimer that this episode might end up being split into two parts that will be posted this week. Um, and I'm going to end up putting that at the beginning as a little disclaimer if it happens, but we'll see because I'm still editing. Um, with that being said, <laughs> um, we hope you enjoy it. We're sorry if the technical difficulties and all this, but just know, just, just think of it this way. Lots of Midnight Sun content. Yes, for like at least the next three episodes, we will have Midnight Sun content. Midnight Sun content. So we hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll talk to you later. Yeah, (laughs) bye.